Bienvenidos and welcome to the Get Naked Show with Dr. Aura. It is my pleasure to come to you in this format and share the myriad of interviews that I have done with extra successful entrepreneurs, doctors, and lay people ready to share the best naked tips you can apply in your life and start shining from within now. So enjoy! Good morning, everyone, and happy Grateful Wednesday. Yes, this is another naked show with me, and my guest that I have today is somebody that I find very mysterious and very cool. So we are going to learn a lot about him, and I'm going to learn at the same time as you do. So if you're there watching, if you can hear us, let us know. Let us know where you're watching from. Uh, let us know if you can hear us. And if you have any questions for this amazing man that he's about, I'm about to introduce, please post them below and I'll be so kind to ask them. So just in naked style, welcome to my show, Dr. Daniel Bay. I'm, hopefully I'm saying that correctly. Thank you very much, Ara. It is correct. Thanks for having me. Um, you know, uh, I watch everything in the profession. I see what comes off my desktop. And uh, so far, great job uh, with your broadcasts. Uh, I think all the guests you have tell you things differently than other interviews because I watch their interviews too. So well done with what you're doing. Oh, it's my pleasure. So can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and introduce yourself naked style? Maybe something that people don't know about you. Sure. Uh, let's see. There's a ton that people don't know. And, you know, in this business and, um, and putting yourself out there and mm -hmm. considering this is called naked, mm -hmm. uh, I think that's the toughest thing to do, really. You know, put yourself out there. It's, it's challenging. It's, it's risky. And classically, I've never really been that type of person. Um, I, I would consider myself an introvert. Mm -hmm. in the strictest sense and some people don't find that they don't find that believable because you know as you know we're on camera we're speaking on stages you know we're putting out video seems like we're always out there but uh one of the things that people really don't know is that i really like to be alone i mean i i savor my lonely time i don't ever really get lonely per se but that's why i recharge being alone being with other people, and I don't say I don't like it, I, I, I love it, but it takes more energy for me to do that as opposed to someone else who may gain energy from being around other people, you know? And, and, and that's, some people are extroverted and they go, oh, I love, you know, I can't, I have to be with others and it feeds me. And see, I never really got that. It, it always took energy. I like it, I love it, but it takes energy. So it's probably something people don't know about me. Which, which brings me to this point is like, is like um, everyone says like, oh, I can't put myself out there. Like bullshit. Yeah, you can. I mean, if I can do it, I think you can do it. And, or, and Dr. Or, I think you're kind of very similar. I mean, yeah. I'm just making an assumption. Yeah. yeah. So, and I like, cause, cause we can feel it. We know people like that, you know, it's, and then, you know, you got the people who are like, who can't be alone a bad thing it's just how they're built you know so i love being um, alone so i'm i'm with you most people don't know this about me because they see me as right. such an extrovert and such a exactly like, party but i mm -hmm. love and i'm so jealous of my alone time it's not even fun mm -hmm. i mean yes. i cherish it and nobody can mess with it my kids know to respect it my friends right mm -hmm. <laughs> it's so important. i get it okay. so important yeah so uh, i guess that's i guess that's my introduction naked 
Okay, you know? so tell, tell us a little bit when you went to school, what is it that, that you're passionate about, you practice, you don't, what is your, uh, your naked project? Yeah, so, you know, I, I went in 2001 grad um, at Life University, and like many of you that are watching, you know, I graduated with fervor, I graduated with purpose and passion. And um, I went to school there with Sid Williams himself, and I know you did too, Dr. Ora. And um, and I wanted to just do spectacular things, and I wanted to change the world single-handedly. That's kind of how I graduated. Um, unfortunately, I think you all know how this story goes. You get out, and you get your ass kicked a mm -hmm. couple times. Uh, you get out, and you realize, you know what? This ideological idea of single-handedly changing the face of a community or a world is, isn't, isn't as easy as you think. So my first years out of practice, and I had a wonderful mentor in New York City that really shaped the, the technical aspects of what I do. So, you know, how to adjust, how to analyze, and that is really important. And I take that for granted sometimes because that was just there. And I realized many docs don't maybe never got that. Um, but after that, you know, the, the kick in the balls, if you would, if you, if I can say that was when I realized like not everyone wanted chiropractic. <laughs> it was like, I was like, what, what do you, this is like the best thing in the world. Like, how could you not want it? And, and were, I was getting rejection after rejection after rejection. And people were like, it's not for me. And, and that was a huge, I guess, um, you know, enlightenment for me because I realized, wait a second, like people don't think the way I do. People don't believe the things I do. They actually believe the complete opposite. And so that started my journey on trying to bridge that gap between I believe to be true and how to get that message across to the person across from me and willing to pay for it. Because this is not something we're giving away here, you know? Mm -hmm. So so that's what happened initially in the beginning of my practice. And um, let's see here, let me some some numbers here. I, I saw maybe 100 new patients in like a three or four month period, which is a lot for a new practitioner. Mm -hmm. At the end, only about 10 or 11 of them were saying yes to what I had to offer. Mm -hmm. And so you can only imagine the level of frustration and depression and like what the hell is going on. And so that started the whole process on what makes a person say yes you know, in all industries, forget chiropractic. Like what makes a person say yes to medicine, okay? What makes a person say yes to buying a car? What makes a person say yes to signing up for private school for their kids? You know, so, because it's the same emotional process. It's just a different medium. Ultimately, people say yes and they accept things for the same reasons. And chiropractic, for example, never really understood that. And uh, so that's what started my journey, and that's what I've been doing, I guess, for the last 12 years. I love that. Okay, so now you just tickle my fancy, shall we say, because I, I think we can make 10-hour show of this, probably that's why you Easy. do seminars. <laughs> but yep. uh, you said something that I just, I was like, wow, what makes people say yes? Okay, and I know this is just a half an hour show and you cannot give all your secrets here, but it is my duty as an interviewer to ask that question so you can give me 
your best tip or something to wake us up and to this new reality that we need to get our stuff together in order to communicate the message across so people indeed can say yes if that's what we want, right? Yeah. So I, I think we need this. I mean, I've joined a lot of marketing and things and I've always said that my thing is that I'm a horrible closer and I'm saying it right here. Okay, this is me being naked with you. This is all I know how to do anyhow. I put my failures out there. You can say mm -hmm. whatever you want, criticize me, because I don't care. But I always want to know how to be a better closer because I feel we have so much passion, so much knowledge, uh, abilities, um, yep. willingness, love, and we're just not getting across. Yeah, or, wasted talent. So, I, what makes people say yes? Please, please, I'm okay. All right, so I'm gonna approach this in two different ways. One is a more of a headspace, um, more conceptual, and then uh, we'll end with more of a strategic, okay? And, and by the way, everyone wants strategy. Everybody wants, oh, what do I say and stuff. And you know, honestly, like you could learn what to say till you're blue in the face. And in our master classes, we teach what to say. Uh, but if you don't back it up with the headspace and the concept, you know, you'll always miss the boat, you know. Mm -hmm. So the the conceptual reason why people are not saying yes uh, has to do with the fact that uh, because we are so pent up with so much knowledge and passion. And by the way, the more passionate and more knowledgeable you are about the thing that you want to sell, let's just say in this case is chiropractic, because by the way, this same this problem pervades um, is is in other industries as well okay we're mm -hmm. it's not just us um, the more passionate and more knowledgeable you are about a product or service actually the harder it is to sell okay so if you take one of the highest selling products and services in the world which is big pharma okay the way they have that set up is that the people who reach develop it passionate people intellectually gifted um, they think that this particular pill is going to save the world which is not but it, they think so and uh, see they're not the ones out there selling it they have salespeople that are selling it and those salespeople have an emotional detachment to that particular product or service so it's easy for them to go out and remain emotionally detached but professionally servant right to get this product or service into the hands of a consumer. See, chiropractic is interesting because we are not only the purveyors of the product or service, we are also the marketers of the product or service, we are also the salesperson for the product or service, we're also the customer service of the product or service. So we are always, um, I guess, invested to a fault. So when you are invested that much to, a, to that point, which you should be because you should be passionate about it, um, a lot of negative emotions uh, come along with when you're presenting what you're doing to a person. So that's why when a professional salesperson outside the industry hears things like, you know what, uh, I think this is stupid. I think this chiropractic thing is a complete bunch of crock bullshit. Um, I think I need to go home and talk to my, uh, my cat about this. We can't help but to feel emotionally attacked because we're so invested in it. You know what I'm saying? So and no matter what, no matter what I train you to say, no matter what I tell you to do, if you're feeling that emotional attack, okay, you're never going to say the right things or say it the right way. So typically what happens, Doc, and I know you've seen this, is that they counterattack. 
Yeah. Right? Like, how dare you talk about my child like that? Mm -hmm. Like, you call my mom ugly? Well, F you, man. Like, you know, and you you counterattack. It's not how you sell something. Okay. I always say <clears throat> emotionally detached, professionally servant. Emotionally detached, I professionally servant. And 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 if we can do that, uh, and by the way, you need a skill that to be to be professionally servant, but being emotionally detached means, hey, listen, if someone doesn't say yes to chiropractic care, it doesn't mean they're they're calling you ugly. Makes sense. It's not personal. It's and by the way, so we we know this stock because you know you and I are consumers as well, right? Mm -hmm. You buy shit, right? Okay, yeah. I buy shit. All right, and sometimes I'm presented with something that I want to buy, but I end up not buying it. Yes, happens yeah. all the time. Correct. All the time. Do do we do we look at the salesperson and say you're an asshole? No. <laughs> it just, it just didn't, no, it just didn't work out. You know, but if the salesperson comes back. And counteracts, counterattacks me. I said no to him when I had no problem with the salesperson, right? I just, it just didn't fit my needs at that time, you know. Now, if that person counterattacks me, now, game, bitch is like, f you, you're an asshole. Now I hate your product, and and everyone's like, wait a second, why does chiropractic have such a negative brand equity? Because we suck at closing. See, closing isn't just about getting someone to say yes, okay? It's about always protecting the self-esteem of your prospects. Always. First and foremost, whether they say yes or no, your job is to always protect their self-esteem. You can't make them wrong because they don't want something because it doesn't fit their needs. I know it's, it's amazing. Like, How does chiropractic not fit their needs? I get it. But in their perspective, it just doesn't fit their needs at that like time. That right now. Yeah. Exactly. Not right now. Mm -hmm. You know, and I, I know you've been in practice too. How many times people say no to you in like 19, in 2001, and then they come back in 2009, be like, okay, I'm ready. I mean, it's all the time, right? I've done it. Again, I have, so I, I see, I put myself, you're saying that, and I'm putting myself as the consumer right now when you're saying yes. that. I'm yes. putting myself in the feet of the consumer in my practice, in any other business. I just bought a car yep. yesterday, and I, I was between a BMW and a, and a Tesla, and I told the Tesla guy, who I love the Tesla, that was just too low for me and and i told him i'm going with this other car and right. he just destroyed the bmw and said yeah. i was going to regret it so do you think i'm going to refer to him any other no. you know oh my god i'm so happy you brought up tesla so yeah, yeah. so happy you brought that up because tesla is a good example of <laughs> of salespeople and, and people in that industry who are so adamantly passionate mm -hmm. about tesla Mm -hmm. too. Like you go to an Apple store and say, hey, man, this ain't working for me. I'm going to go buy a PC. They're like, like what? stupid. Yeah. And that's a turnoff. But but that's because that's a that's the symptom that I'm talking about. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So the strategic way to handle this is, number one, in, 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 in ethical, high level, professional sense. Is rule number one is always be in agreement. Always agree. Always agree. Even if you don't want to agree, you see, this is not disingenuous. This is not being not authentic. Okay, this is serving. Like everyone says, "Oh, I'm a chiropractor. I want to serve." Really? So serving is not making someone wrong, right? Because they don't understand. Like uh, you have kids, and I know you have kids, Doc. So when if you had a a seven, which I have right now, and you know he's just learning what life is about, and he says things that are wrong, like genuinely wrong, like. Oh, I can I, I can 
bounce on that banister that's 13 feet high up in the air, I know I could do it, okay? And I could do a cartwheel on it. Like, dude, wrong, right? So, you know, do you say, hey, knucklehead, you're an effing idiot. You're stupid because that's wrong. No, we know that this person doesn't have the quite understanding of the concept, right? Yeah. And we formulate and we change our tone and our words so that we can we can stay in agreement with them so that we have the opportunity to teach them. Because I'll tell you something, you will never teach someone who doesn't like you. You will never teach someone who uh, who thinks they're in disagreement with you, right? So for the seven-year-old, I'd be like, you know what, dude? I agree. I really firmly believe you could do that. But let me ask you a question. If you were to fall, what would happen? See, that's a different tone, right? It's I'm not making him wrong. I'm just saying, you know what, I agree. So always be in agreement. Always uh, never make them wrong. So in the case of the chiropractic office, you know, I don't think chiropractic is for me. I agree. I can see why you say that. See, there's a lot of different ways that you can agree without agreeing, okay? I can see why you would say that. You know what, a lot of other people have said the same thing to me. You know what, I understand where you're coming from. Like, these are all opening agreement statements. And we teach all of these at our master class. And, and these things have to be trained because we're not trained in sales. Like, we're trained in the other opposite of sales is, is uh, I don't even know what to call it, is like me, me, me. You know what I'm saying? But if we're representing a, a profession that's supposed to be about service, I don't know. First part of service is to make sure that you protect their self-esteem. You don't make them wrong for the opportunity to at one point teach them. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I, I so, love this, obviously. I could hear you all day long, and, and it's been um, a, a delay reaction of mine, and I apologize for not getting my ass over there sooner. Uh, but um, could you tell me, the, then you think the chiropractor should be the closer instead of your staff? Yes, and okay. that's a big one for me, <laughs> unless, unless. Unless the staff is well, well, well trained, and unless the staff is incredibly leveraged in the process. In other words, they eat what they kill. And I know it's a bad term, but this is a business term. In other words, they are invested in what they close. Okay. So a, a CA earning 11 bucks an hour, okay, that you sit with them and tell them to ask these questions on a consult now, does not qualify as a trained sales professional. People spend their life learning how to sell properly and efficiently, okay? There's people who make half a million dollars a year selling one thing, okay? And they train on it constantly, okay? So sales is a thing that you can actually study. So, and I say that because back in the day, personally, when I heard about sales, I thought it was like this, this esoteric like thing. It didn't really exist. You know, it was like not a real thing. It wasn't a topic of study. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, it's something like weird. Like, I don't know, like, you know, a, a crystal work and stuff. Cause I don't understand. It. It's like this thing. It wasn't real, but sales is a thing. It's a topic of study uh, at Wharton school of business and at UPenn, like there's courses on it. They don't call it sales because sales is up here. But then you have all these little, like little lines and you have all these little things and you can major in this as a topic of study. I think they call it um, consumer behavioral analyses or something like that. You know, it's a fancy words, but ultimately it's the same thing. 
So sales is absolutely thing you can study. It's not something that people are born to do. Okay, I'm telling you, there's no natural born salespeople. Like you gotta learn how to do it. And if I can impart that impression, and and then one of my colleagues wakes up tomorrow morning, Dr. Aura, and says, "Oh, sales, that's a thing. I should go learn how to." Yes, you should. Okay, yes, you should. And there's plenty of resources out there outside of chiropractic, which is where I started, um, to learn these things, right? And these are strategic. These are headspace. It's an art, science, and philosophy all in itself, you know. And it's, 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 it's so awesome because if you do it right, what actually happens is, I think that's true service because mm-hmm. you're 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 making a situation where your your patient is adamantly, genuinely, authentically saying yes to what you have to offer in its truest sense possible, right? They are compensating you for that, which needs to happen because that's the universal law, right? And then you, once they buy, you take them on a journey. Now you have the opportunity to educate them on what they could have. I got to explain this for a second. Um, many chiropractors, their patients, to get the big idea, the full story in the first 10 minutes of meeting you. What? Why? That makes no sense. You know that there's there's chiropractors have been in practice 30 years who don't understand the big idea. And we want our patients in the first 10 minutes to get it. Like, where did, where did you get that from, right? So we sell them what they want while educating them on what they could have. Sell them what they want while educating them on what they could have. Uh, Dr. Aura, is the Beamer you bought, is that your first Beamer? No. Okay. Now, I you went- in a while, so, yeah. Okay, got it. So uh, I'm a Beamer person as well. You see, I didn't own the brand until I owned my first Beamer. See, before that, I wasn't sure. But until I had my first Beamer in the garage is when I developed, oh, I get it. I understand why this brand fits me. Oh, it does this now? Oh, it does. this is after I bought it, right? So chiropractic the same way. They have to buy it first before they own it. Okay, so I don't know. We've been on the call for you for like 20 minutes. So let's see. Sell them what they want while educating mm-hmm. them on what they could have. Always protect the self-esteem of your prospects. Mm-hmm. Be emotionally detached but professionally servant. Okay. Love it. These are the sales rules, at least as it pertains to the chiropractic right now. So important what you're saying because we do see this word as chiropractors, and I've obviously been in the profession for a few years myself. We see this word salesy as like ugly or icky or nasty or sleazy, or we think of a car salesman, right? Um, exactly. Exactly. We and I've been again. I've been exposed to them a, a little bit the last two weeks that I've been in this process. So I get it. I sometimes I don't want to be as pushy, but I totally get their lingo. And I've been like analyzing because I'm in the headspace and what I do with get naked is all about that in yep. studying human behavior. And I've been analyzing right. everywhere they say, and I've been noticing the patterns. And I'm like, okay, so that I don't want to have, and this I want to have. You know what I mean? And right. Because there's some great salespeople that I was like, that's right. You know, that's right. Yeah. He sold me on the Tesla. Tesla is a beautiful, beautiful little machine 
that, that can yes. do things that you can never imagine. And I was on the highway and the guy is like, press the button, tell it where to go and let go in a busy highway in Miami. And I was peeping in my panties because mm -hmm. it was crazy, crazy technology. Right. However, right, right. Our, what we understand for chiropractic is that it is the crazy miracle, right? It is how life is formed, universal intelligence, well-connected, your body can move. However, it is hard for people to understand that and see a black and white like we do. And I believe right. that we need to be uh, we need to be the stud studious to give a better service or to use our passion for anything. We need to study those techniques. Call themselves techniques. I don't know. We need to maybe make a new name for it in chiropractic so it doesn't. I don't know. Doesn't sound bad, but it is what it is. If you want people to. <laughs> Get it? You gotta do it. You gotta learn yeah, that's right. training. Absolutely, hundred percent. I love and, yeah, this stuff. I think you're awesome, it, and thank you for doing this service to our profession. Honestly, we need. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you very much. We need it in every city. We need people teaching us how to close. When we wake up in the morning and a podcast, when we go to bed in the at night before we go to bed, I feel we need to hear more of this. So what is it that yeah, you we do? Because get it. Come on, tell me about it. Okay. Well, well before I get into that, uh, just real quick, I know we're running out of time, but I, I just want to um, comment on something you said, like sales is being icky and, mm -hmm. and sleazy. And, and I agree. And that's because the, the times we hear about sales is when it is icky. You know, we don't hear about the great salespeople who are genuinely interested in serving their customers, you know what I'm saying? So that's why it has a bad rap. But again, it is what it is. But I will tell you this, is that closing is something that you do for your patients, not something that you do to them, okay? For you them. close for them, not to, something that you do to them. And if we change our <clears throat> headspace, that you will generally, okay, you're gonna pull them toward a solution instead of push them toward a solution, because you want to, you, you have to do some type of pushing or pulling because that's what leaders do, right? You want your patients to make a decision that's not genuinely the most calm thing in the world, right? I mean, you have a phase four degeneration. This guy is gonna go into a spinal fusion surgery pretty much in the next year. You have a very short amount of time to get your hands on them to help him avoid that surgery so he can go to Disney World with his fam family, right? So what's the right thing? Like John, now. You got to do this now. No, not later. I need to see you X amount of times per week for the next X amount of months. We got to make sure that we stop the, the negative momentum of this getting position where you're going to get uh, knee surgery. So it's critical that we get this corrected. Did I push? Did I sleaze? Did I trick? I told the truth. Mm -hmm. But that's what leaders do. That's what sales is, you know? And it's, it, it sales, when it's done right, is the most selfless thing that you can do in the world. Because you're putting such you want for the patient, what you want for the patient ultimately to the side, and you're giving them what they want right now with the opportunity to educate them on what they could get later. Okay, so I just wanted to uh, address I, that because yeah. I, I understand. I love it. We're just in, indeed, it's the, it's we have to train ourselves to give them what they want, really, because everybody wants a full life that they can enjoy their kids at Disney World and be able to sure. do all the things they love and, in a happier way. Everybody who doesn't want that? Yeah, of course. Who does? Now the trick is is to connect that to what you do. You see, and, and that's why you need the training. You know, so uh, yeah, what we're doing. Listen, you know, um, I realized that there was a maybe a million ways for me to provide this training that's easier for me. Um, 
like I said, I'm an introvert, so I don't like traveling. Okay, even though people think, oh, it's so luxurious and uh, it's all glamorous. Come on, let's be completely naked about it. It sucks. Okay, it really sucks. And people think, oh, you're a you're a consultant and you charge you know three thousand dollars for a seat and you fill these rooms and yo, oh, that's supposed to be glamorous. It's great. It, it really is, but it's not as glamorous as you think. So, I could literally set up a camera and stuff on video for people to consume worldwide literally overnight mm -hmm. and i could probably make a membership on this of 400 dollars a month for a year i mean i could literally do that but what i found that is that as the the i guess the best way to teach people is still in person i gotta see you i, I gotta see you get it and once i get it then i can move on because in, in fact right now the lost art in I think one in the world right now is teaching like people don't know how to teach anymore you know mm -hmm. and now with the internet and, and social media marketing it's just one-way communication that other end not coming back to you is a real deterrent from people getting it so we do our seminars live and the next morning is August 23rd and 24th in downtown Chicago it's one of the best times of the year and at these things we get to see if our people get it because I don't know about you, I, I know you've been around. I mean, how many times have you been to these like BS seminars? You pay them one ninety nine for a seat, and then you're upsold the whole freaking day. Vendors in the back, and I know, I, you know, I mean, if I get one nugget, I'm like, oh, this was awesome, you know. Step out and uh, do it. <laughs> exactly, man. I'm like, after I get one nugget, I'm like, where's the bar? You know what I'm saying? Like, let me get out of here. Uh, but I totally get it. you were saying that because and I'm thinking obviously about my brand and I created an online product in which I take people through all the 12 steps of get naked and then I realized and this is me being naked right here that my online product without me coaching them one-on-one -on -one is not as efficient at all right. so uh, that's this is me again saying something probably nobody knows and, and if my coach will hear me he'll be like shut up Aura. but this is me, right my brand is me being as flaw as as you know as honest as I can with you so I hear you and there's nothing like when I have somebody for 12 hours the whole day and we can work yeah. with that that's where the transformation happens so I sure. am with you live events are so important in which you are doing the work as you are yes. not just taking yes. notes. I feel taking exactly. notes is nothing you won't make the change because the notes are gonna go into something when you get to the house. <laughs> oh, you've been, oh, you've been there. Oh, I see. Okay, you've been. <laughs> I've, I've been, the, I've been many places. Yeah, actually. Yeah, I, know. So I know, and I love the live events. So obviously, that is the best way where we can work through everything and 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 just let it sink in a little bit more. And then you can practice all you want when you get back home. I'm sure you have to. But live yeah. event. So August 23rd and 24th in beautiful Chicago, the only time of the year I would go visit. Yes, it's a great time of the year, right? <laughs> Any other time, stay home, right? <laughs> yeah, I've only gone between June and August. Those are the only times I've been to Chicago. It's been like five there times. You go. I love it, but well, that, that's because you want to get out of Florida. <laughs> exactly. And even yeah. though it's June and August, I want to say I still need a little sweater. Can you? Wow. Be 
Yeah, so I look down this weekend to summer camp. So I look forward mm -hmm. to seeing you and probably hearing you then, and, and we can exchange some more nuggets. And I know we are about to be done with our time. So I'm gonna ask you a series of questions that probably mm -hmm. are going to be silly. And I need to get them on on here on my phone just too because my phone just died. Uh, but you can choose to answer them or not. Okay, so they're just gonna be they're gonna be silly, and I'm gonna change a couple for you because you are so intelligent and so full of awesomeness. And grateful you took time to do this with me because I always knew you were such an interesting person i wanted to get to know more and i love doing this yes people i love these interviews because i get to hang with people like you and learn from you so thank you for sharing with my audience those awesome nuggets about the beautiful world word of selling so i love it okay so tell me what is your best vacation you ever taken oh man best vacation you know what actually it was just recently um Anyway, I did, cause I guess I, I didn't expect it to be great, but uh, I took the family on a Disney Disney cruise with, yeah, and with a teenager. Like you know, I was thinking, oh, he's gonna roll his eyes and he's gonna like, he's gonna think it all it sucks. I mean, he had the best time out of everybody. Uh, my wife and I had a great time. My seven year old, of course, had a great time. But like, Disney doesn't mess around, man. No, like, they know oh. selling, baby. They know selling. That's oh, a solid dude. brand. Oh. <laughs> Absolutely, and they and they deliver. They deliver. They over yes. deliver. They over deliver. I mean, I mean I, I have a thing for Disney. I'm a Florida girl, so obviously my kids were raised in Disney World. And there's something right. about selling with Disney that we all should learn because the moment you stepped in their grounds, the floor is twinkling, the music is playing, the right. smell is going. Every single sense of yours is yes. happy. <laughs> yes, and the and the people and the staff—they don't miss anything. Oh, it's just it's 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 such it's almost like it's almost too good. I mean, anyway, we had a a wonderful time. You know, for me at these trips, you know, it's like because because you know I'm a businessman. Uh, you know, at the core, you know, I'm trying to analyze everything. It's like oh, I'm trying to figure out the systems. Like, how do they? Wait a second, how did this is on a boat? How do they? You know, so. But when I got on the boat, I was like, I didn't even want to think about that. I just like was in the in the thing. I was like, Mickey. I mean, I was all about the you know the experience to their dream. I love that. And if we could only do that into our offices, right? That they come uh, into our world and they buy it because they love it there, and they buy what we stand for, and they buy how they feel, what they hear, what they see, what they taste, what they smell. If we could only do it like Disney. Okay. Wait, hold on. I, I have it here. I, um, oh, I, I don't see it, but um, you know, I bought a little Mickey doll for like eighty dollars. Okay, I mean, this is this is what happens. Anyway. Because it is your anchor to this amazing experience. I mean, nobody. I think Apple, Disney, they got it going on, and yeah, yeah. got it too. But okay, I didn't get it. it, it but um, yeah, I got yeah, it. Love it. You you will mm -hmm. do it again because I did a Disney cruise once, and it was just. I, and this was years ago, my kids were little and they even gave me a walkie talkie so I could go into the island, do whatever I wanted to do with my husband while my kids were cooking with Chippendale, you know? I was right. like, oh, 
awesome is, is that? Yeah, they, they know what's going on. They know, they know. Okay, so uh, what would you consider your best life lesson? Um, best life lesson is probably going to be, all right, naked, right? All yes, right. of course. Is, is there's always going to be pride before the fall, always. So this is when I what I learned not only in my own life, but watching other doctors that I've trained and, and a lot of many doctors, if not all the doctors go from zero to hero in a very short amount of time. And so when that happens, um, there's challenges through success as well as challenges through failure. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we don't prepare for the challenges of success. Like what do you do when you were just literally scraping by and all of a sudden you have a half a million dollar bank account and you don't know what to do with it. Like you don't have to, you have to prepare for that. And one of the things that you must watch out for is the pride. And uh, one of my other favorite people that I listen to and I learn a lot from, and I want to just mention him here, mm -hmm. is uh, Alok Trivedi. And if you haven't had him on this show, you will love him. Okay, great. He's he's one of my yeah. He's one of my he's awesome, and he talks about that a lot in his programs. Um, but when you have so much pride, too much pride, and you get cocky and you get you know overconfident, you're going to make errors and you're going to make mistakes. And those, some of those mistakes can be devastating. So uh, watch your pride, be prepared for the successes as well as being prepared for the failures. Uh, and I think that was definitely one of my biggest life lessons. Ooh, okay. Now that you're talking about that, I just question came up to mind. What is your favorite client story? My favorite client story? Mm -hmm. Like my favorite patient or client or like, oh, I see a yeah. client. Okay. Could be in your business, okay. in your practice, could be in your, I don't know, yeah. whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. So, um, man, I have, honestly, I, don't, I, I have so many, but I'm sure. um, I just go for it with a recent one. And um, one of our clients came to us about a year ago in the winter, and literally he had to sell his pride and joy snowmobile to get to one of our classes. And obviously, you know, our heart goes out. It's like, you know, I can't really afford to go, but I really need it. Uh, and it's on. It's it's very easy for us to say, okay, well, you know, then we'll cut you a break, and we don't do that um, because we we need you to invest, right? Mm -hmm. So he came, literally scraping by, going through some some personal stuff with a divorce and custody, and literally sleeping in his office. It was the saddest story. Such a sweetheart of a guy, and uh, and now, I mean, he has a new office. His his kids are happy. He's not sleeping in his office anymore. He's renovating. He, he's putting away money now. And that was only after a year. And so besides the, the racks to riches story, what I love seeing in this particular case and many others is the energy changes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know you get that. It's like you go from someone who's like desperate and, and, and limping and, and their energy is low. And, you know, now like they're happy to be out they want to be seen they're 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 you know they're proud of you know themselves and what they've done and you know and watching that unfold in this particular case um uh it's it's probably one of my favorites but that's what they all are like watching them transform not just business but because money is money but but what that sense of accomplishment or i, I say uh, accomplishment or um, or evolution like, you know, it's like watching a plant grow and bloom, you know, that's why we grow stuff. It's like, that's why we have kids. It's like, oh my God, like, look how big you got and look what you've done. It's like, you know, it's like the same thing, but you just apply it to, you know, my clients. So, um, 
it's pretty much uh, yeah, yeah. You said it best. It's the evolution, and and we almost are sharing their happiness, right? When I take yeah. a time too, just through the twelve steps, and you see how depressed and like a self love they had, and they were stuck in their story, and then you see them flourish from there and start loving their themselves and their yeah. life to create something great, awesome. and you're like so happy for them you almost get tears yeah. of joy because yes. that's the reason i do it i want to see the whole transformation because that's the only way i get naked and that's why i yeah. share so, so much so, in life. so yeah so check this out um you, you know i've also had to said this the work that like you and i do is almost not worth it i mean there's a lot of bullshit, mm -hmm. you know? but this is what makes it worth it like that's the tiebreaker you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not even worth the money. I mean, honestly, like, um, we talk about this all the time in sales. Like, literally, I could wake up tomorrow, take a sales job with a an IT company doing telecom. I know I could probably do 400k within 18 months. Okay, I just know that. Real estate. I mean, people think it's hard. Oh my god, I would crush it in real estate. But so, why do I do this? Because of that. See, I would not get that type of fulfillment in other sales jobs you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. but watching the evolution and seeing things bloom it's like that's the tiebreaker otherwise i mean let's be real like even running a practice it's almost not worth it the only reason it is is because you have the community that you're growing with you know what i'm saying mm, yes I, I love it i love it i can hear you all day long but okay so i'm gonna give you the last three questions you choose which one to answer because i want to be respectful of your time but um I would love to know what your favorite book, favorite quote, or favorite thing you listen, you must, you recommend. What is your thing that you okay. are plugged into or recommending? All right. See, even right now, when I'm when you ask that question, immediately because of my training, I'm going into the perspective of your audience. Okay. Mm -hmm. And and because that I can give you my selfish personal, which is cool, but I also want to be a servant to your audience and I want to give them what is good for them. So just as an example of how a salesperson thinks. So considering that your audience is fairly new to me, so thank you for introducing me to your audience and thank you very much, I really mean that. Um, and they might not know me. So I'm going to recommend a book that pretty much revolutionized how I view business and personal development pretty much all into one and that book is called the accidental salesperson or the accidental salesman okay accidental salesman yeah and so this book is all about the person who started an endeavor in a profession altruistically they really wanted to serve and they come to find out oh shit like i have to learn how to sell this which is perfect it's so apropos for our industry uh and i think that if every chiropractor picked up that book and read it cover to cover, like it would open up a whole new world for you because I know it did for me. Um, so uh, I'm going to say that's probably uh, one thing. You said one, pick one out of three. That just came first, so that's what I'm going to say. Awesome. And one last one, because we were talking about Disney and this came out to me. I just watched the movie Aladdin and I thought it was so cute. Even for a grown-up, it was just a great movie. I re recommend it. If you haven't watched it, if you had the lamp, what will be your three wishes? Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> All right. So wish number one, mm -hmm. I would want chiropractic to assume 99% market share. Number one, 99%. Mm -hmm. uh, number two, I um, my second wish would be I would like a 
a Gulfstream Six, which is which is a, a business jet, uh, fully paid for and fuel for life. So I can travel wherever I want to go, whenever I want. You know, b being an introvert, like the the process of traveling sucks. Like I would and love traveling. Yeah, yeah, if I could just go to you know to my local um, little airport and my pilot's there, I'd be like, hello, and I go up there. Let's go. Where are we Miami? Let's go. You know, I love that. So just being being real. And then the last thing that I would want, uh, selfishly and raw, I just want utter true happiness and contentment and um, love for myself and my family. Oh. And uh, yeah, and that's, if I can have three, I think I got it all covered, right? I got, I think I got <laughs> the profession, I got my family, and I got my effing jet. So yes. I, I think I'm covered. Well, you do get that jet because probably will happen in this lifestyle. Please, you know, don't forget about an old naked sister that just interviewed you long, long time ago. <laughs> there you go. I won't forget. Okay, can I just ride this short ride to Japan while we do our huge seminar, please? Sure, sure. Hop in. I'll drop you off. <laughs> drop me off. Thank you so much for playing all full out with me and for just... Um, it's, it's hard sometimes for me to tell people like you, listen, I'm just going to ask you questions without knowing what it is because I don't even know what it is until the conversation gets started. And I love when people play full out and are naked and raw and real and talking about things that we need to hear because this yeah. profession needs it. If I'm saying I need to close better, I need to learn to close in order to serve in a bigger scale, trust me, everybody needs this because I usually say what people are thinking. So, so thank you so much. Where can they find you? Please give us your website and your link. Or I know it's going to be put, probably put it in the comments, but can you tell us? Sure. It's uh, easy. www.closeforcairo.com. And we're also all over Facebook. We have a live show that we do every uh, two weeks. <laughs> you can catch us live. It's probably one of the most watched shows in the industry. So whoever's been tuning into that, thank you so much. Uh, I will be speaking at um, Sushi Summit this weekend. I also, as a whole, I, I should actually put my speaking schedule uh, somewhere. Um, but we're very accessible, you know. Um, so don't be afraid to even pick up the phone and call that number on the website. Uh, I'm in full time practice, just like many of you. I even plunge toilets. It's kind of our tagline. Uh, so you know, we're just real deal onto earth. You know, there's no cult of personality here. I don't. I, you don't need to genuflex. You know, when I walk by, but actually. Couple of people should, but most of you don't have. Um, and uh, yeah, so you know we're very accessible, and you could just pick up the phone and give us a ring or shoot us an email. Well, thank you for everybody that listened to us today and watched this show. If you found this useful, please be so kind to share it with others. This information needs to be heard. We need this smack on the face. We definitely need to become better closers in order to be better servers to our community and make this happen this number one wish that he had for the Aladdin so we can be 99% chiropractic and people can live happier, less drugged and, and, and more fulfilled lives. Thank you so much, Brandy, Kat, Alok, for dinner, Sarah, Bill, everybody, Simon, Dilemma, David, thank you so much for watching and commenting. Be so kind to keep sharing, comment more away. If you have any more questions regarding the stuff you've heard here, please put it in the comments below. 
either my guest or me will get back to you with some answers. And if you want to go to his seminar, it's August 23rd, 24th in Chicago. So I hope to see you guys there. Thank you. Have yourself a blessed day. I'll see you at Parasushi Summer Camp this weekend. Thank you so much. Love and appreciate you. Everybody, have a blessed day. Ciao. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Get Naked Show with Dr. Aura. If you want to contact my guests, you can do so in the links below. And if you feel stuck in your life and you want to know if Get Naked to Thrive is the right program for you, please contact me to schedule a free discovery call. Remember, we all want the same thing, to be heard, to be loved, to make a difference in this world and live our best lives. So let's start using all these tools so we can rise together. I hope you have a blessed day and see you in the next episode of the Get Naked Show.